0: I bring top talent, top knowledge, top information. Knowledge and information can be perceived to be the same thing, but I disagree. It's how you uh, get the information. because And you take that information and you shape it into some knowledge. And you shape that knowledge into an opportunity. You shape that opportunity into a goal. And when you make that goal, you can start planning success. My next guest is a fashion expert, actress, and TV personality. I first noticed her on a show on the Style Network called How Do I Look? Because I had a car makeover show on the Style Network at the same time called Pulled Over. She's on the show to promote her new series, Holy Moly, on ABC. The show premieres June 20th and and is executive produced by NBA superstar Steph Long Range Curry of the Golden State Warriors. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, Emmy Award winning co-host of The Real, Jeannie Mai.
1: Hi, Rashawn.
0: Thank you for having me. Well, thank you. you know, the energy is what I expected. Not, uh, you yeah. you are the true energy of the real. You know that, right? I mean, you know, I'm just hype
1: about life. Every day that I wake <laughs> up, I'm like, dang, God,
0: you give me another. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, I have, a, I have a great relationship with Lonnie. And, you know, and I did uh, oh, the sister-sister yeah. sister with, uh, with my girl, Mowry. Yeah. For many years I know yeah. both of those yeah. girls. And then, um, and then I just had Adrian on the show. And uh, and I, and nice. uh, and it was awesome when
1: you talked about how, it's, it's about uh, time you came full circle. I mm-hmm. had to get you. Here. <laughs> I mean, it took you so long, Well, you so know, long? I had to wait on this
0: show. Holy moly! I had to wait on it. Holy moly! It mm-hmm. hadn't been shot yet. I heard about it, so now you're here talking about st- stretching out. Because the thing about it is that, like I said, really, you know, I always look at people as a body of work. Like I said, you when know, the Style Network was just no longer existing anymore, that's when I first show you. And then, like I said, I was still producing a lot of independent shows myself and still managing Steve Harvey at the same time. And when I had pulled over, you know, you start looking at other shows on the show and you start noticing different talents. Well, you weren't one of the talents that caught my eye. And guess what? Thank not, you.
1: That I, means a lot. Seriously, were, you were watching fashion on the sideline, right? Well, you know, you always trying you're
0: to you try yeah you you trying to figure out you know other other ideas for different shows. You know who could star in different yeah. shows, and so so you always and yeah, that still was in the early game of of, of reality shows. Reality shows just exploded right, now, right? But that was like the, the early in the early 2000, 2004, four two thousand five time frame, and so because I, I left New York and I did a barbershop show for MTV. It's called The Shop, which is the same type of show that, that LeBron James is doing right now on HBO. And so... Oh, so, really? Yeah. So so I saw you and I went, wow, you know, it was beyond, you You know, for, you know you're know, attractive, you're articulate, but your energy is what sold me. And I, and Thank I, you. Absolutely. And so when I see you on the reel... And now
1: I'm putting that energy towards golf, man. It's crazy. And then, I mean, yeah, I have so much energy on the reel. Right. And then, you know, being able to be um, on a show that talks about women's Emmy, empowerment, talks Emmy. about things like girls, you know, about teaches men out there what they need to know about. Mm-hmm. I had to bring my energy to Holy and holy. It just made sense.
0: Emmy, Emmy award winning. Okay, let's go. Let's go get these titles right. Emmy award winning genie. <laughs> now you got it at the house, right? You got you got the the trophy because I got I mine. I Now it's
1: representing. Oh my gosh, it's just so loud and proud. My mom polishes it every and day. You go because <laughs> I got
0: mine at the house. It's sit on the fireplace. You know they look at they look at me and Go. that's that's because they're not passing those out and you have to yeah, realize they're that they're not passing those out and when you when you want to honor and continue to understand that it's a true blessing but they're not passing them out and so so they might do them local these little local marks but yours was national and it was well deserved. Yeah, so, we killed it.
1: I have to say, me, Lonnie Love, Tamara Moy Housley, Adrian Houghton, we killed it. We really worked hard for it, and we have an amazing team that aims to please. Everything we dream about, they bring to fruition. Um, an amazing executive producer, like just every single person on the team, helped us get to where we are. So it's 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 a it's seriously just the beginning.
0: See it right there. Now let's talk about Holy Mo. Let me give me a little background about Rashawn McDonald. This is kind of like advanced putt putt golf, right? Putt but, putt golf on steroids. Am I wrong? Yep,
1: exactly. Yep, that's exactly it.
0: Okay, so so Putt-Putt Golf, I have to say, in college was my number one dating place.
1: No Putt way, Rashawn. I'm just telling you. I'm t- I can oh. hear that about the, you know, you sound like a person who's hyped about having a little different fun and, you know, something that could to bring some adventure into any date. I could see that.
0: I'm telling you, it was the number one. To me, it was like, it was so cool because, you know, you could actually talk to your date and get close to your date as well. And then it was it was like it was it was outdoors and and right. I and and I always felt so to see this on a national platform I'm really excited because right. I know how much fun I personally had and and I was oh. good at it now I, I was good at it now so to see you now are you how, what is your putt putt game level Jeannie?
1: Yeah so I mean I'm pretty boss if I say so myself okay. because I make it fun it's not just getting the hole in one miniature golf is all about the competition, the personality, mm-hmm. the egging each other on, mm-hmm. the fashion, mm-hmm. the um, ability to kind of break down every hole and make it a fun experience just, you know, from the way you play it. So being the sideline correspondent to Holy Moly was a perfect job for me because I basically come and I bring the swag. Um, <laughs> you have all these contestants that are that we found from across the globe to come and compete for $25,000. Mm, mm. They also are competing against our executive producer, Steph Curry. Mm. So there's so many elements that make you bring your A-game, and it's a crazy game. All the holes are basically made larger than life. Yes, The wood mills, there are wood that knock people out on their back. There's uh, floating tulips that p- p- give you a nice Cushion for your fall, there's three story foot drops into freezing cold lagoons. There's glaciers that you've got to slip and slide your way up in order to fight a polar bear to get your hole in. It's it, it's insane. I have never in my life seen anything like this, but it also makes me wonder why the hell does it take so long? Because ministry calls should be at this level. It is so much fun.
0: Well, okay, first of all, you described things i've never experienced so which is a great thing and so you said a glacier uh, uh, three foot drops you said a waterfall right. you said a windmill that'll yep. knock you down yep. okay okay this yep. is sound this is starting to sound fun but before I, before we go into yep. further detail you mentioned steph curry i know he has a, i know he loves to yeah. play golf personally so now he's in there they're competing against him or he's just a host
1: They are competing against him, but he's also the executive producer. Mm -hmm. So there's a moment where every contestant has to make a decision on whether or not they want to play against or they want to have Steph Curry putt for them or they want a robot to putt for them. So Steph Curry (laughs) actually goes against a robot, which goes to show how good he is at golf because the robot has 100% accuracy.
0: So you would be really surprised. Okay, cool. So, So now you, my friend, did you play at all? Or are you just a friend? Hell yeah, friendly... I, did. No, so...
1: I around, go, I'm the okay. girl from the bay, man. I bring it. Are you kidding me? Hello. Hello. I got it on every wolf and I also Hello. not only killed it at some of um, my strokes, but I go head-to-head with a pretty big celebrity who I had my eye after. And let me tell you, <laughs> I did not go away Upset. I definitely won that so one. All... You're gonna have to wait and see who it is. I putt again.
0: Okay. Okay. Now, so you actually, because so, you only mentioned sideline reporter at first. So you're out there throwing down with the with the putter yourself.
1: Oh, because I'm messy like that. I had to get into it, even though I'm oh. just the host. Doesn't mean I'm only going to sit down host. Like you know, I have to get up in it too.
0: Now that that's what I love about this. So so because you know I, I watch other shows like America American Ninja where the hosts are truly on okay. the sidelines. They're on the sidelines. They just point they just talking about what they see.
1: Nope, not this one. Nope, I get into it. <laughs> I definitely do because I had to. It's so much fun when you see it though. The course is unbelievable. So it makes you want to jump in and, and, and get in there and get yourself a little dirty with everybody else. One thing one skill set
0: you have, you're very descriptive in your tone. So walk us through a typical holy moly, uh, I guess a contest. How does it start and how many holes is it? And what are the points? Are yeah. the point is there a point system? Because you mentioned the kids, yes. you mentioned the wife. Where are they standing at?
1: Yeah. So the entire course takes place in Santa Clarita, which it's huge. I mean, we're talking—think of like maybe ten of your major golf courses all put together. It's massive. You can't yeah. see from one end of the course to the other. Wow. And every hole has a very specific strategic way of kind of taking you around the world. So we have a little bit of that challenge. We take you to the coldest Alps with the ice glaciers. Um, we take you through a loggers run um, you know, with um, some huge tumbling logs that come in and take you down. So each hole is crafted so you have a really cool experience that's unlike anything you've ever seen, larger than life. All in good fun, but definitely you're going to get um, smacked, slapped, or spun in some type of way. Mm-hmm. And so these golfers go head to head as they count down each week towards the winning $25,000 and being able to say that they are the champion of miniature golf. They get to compete on um, with people like Steph Curry and other celebrity guests that we had every single week. I can't mm-hmm. believe I met a couple of pro golfers too, mm-hmm. which actually kind of frangled a little bit, ran up to him, got pictures and everything. So <laughs> the entire game, oh yeah, the entire game is a trip, man. Can you just you can't believe what people will go through to prove that they are the best at golf. Mm-hmm. But then you also can't believe what the human body can endure when you see some of these holes take them down. It's crazy.
0: So let me ask you this. So you now now how did a—this well, may be too deep. might be a producer question. How did they get the contestants?
1: How did they get— Need to commit?
0: No, no, the, com- the contestants who play the game, how did they find them? Because it feels like they had oh, to have a skill set. They basically did a
1: huge worldwide search, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. search to class America,
0: mm-hmm.
1: to find the most passionate people for miniature golf. Wow. here we are.
0: So you're telling me, these are like the, the best of the best in miniature golf world.
1: That's right. They're the most passionate. I would say the most passionate. And, and so, yes, some of um champions in their own town.
0: Okay, so see, <laughs> this see, Roshan should have been there. Roshan should have been there, you know, fighting it with the he with the glacier, he oh my fighting God, where it, were you? Fight, fighting it there with the windmill. Now, you now you had some very descriptive journeys on this course. Now you were talking about the the windmill, the windmill that what you it has a, it has a breeze tied to it, or what is it? Uh, uh, what is the most adventurous hole? I guess you could say top three most adventurous holes that, 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 uh, that a contestant would have to endure uh, to complete the course.
1: I think the most difficult hole would probably be the Dutch challenge because it's a huge windmill that is going at a speed that you think looks easy going, but when you stand up next to it and you've got to jump through. No amount of jump rope or double dutch is going to prepare you for this.
0: Right, And right. when
1: this windmill hits you, I saw human beings fly in different shapes and colors. I was dying. It was—and the funny thing is, you can absolutely laugh. It's the first time you'll have permission to laugh at people, so so get up.
0: <laughs> well, I want to thank everybody for—I want to thank you, Jeannie, for coming on my show. And I want to remind everybody to check out Holy Moly on ABC. It's hosted by— ABC. It's produced by my man, Steph Curry. So— Jeannie, you do your thing. I appreciate you, okay?
1: Thank you, Rashawn. Thank you so much. I can't wait to see you on the call- course sometime.
0: Okay, bye-bye.
2: I was looking for a better way to check in on our house while I was at work, and a friend recommended Blink. I was skeptical, but decided to give it a shot, and I bought a Blink camera system. With our last security system...
3: False alarms, wires everywhere, and monthly fees we couldn't get out of.
2: My bad, but our Blink system is different. They're motion-activated cameras that work inside and outside. They're wire-free, easy to set up, and they run on two lithium batteries that last up to two years.
3: Total peace of mind. And Blink camera system started under 80 bucks, with no subscriptions.
2: We were on vacation, and I got an alert on my smartphone that motion was detected at our front door. I checked my Blink app and I saw it was just my cool new device being delivered.
3: Hey, we agreed no new devices except Blink.
2: Just kidding.
4: Not kidding. With Blink camera systems starting under 80 bucks, home security just got easier. Go to blinkprotect.com/secure. 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 Blink is an Amazon company and it works with Alexa.
0: Wow. Rashawn McDonald speaking very clearly on the microphone. I've learned to, you know, move my entire body when I talk. Yeah, you, know, you should just talk with my lips. Now I realize you have to move your diaphragm, your chest, and the words emote in a proper format so everybody can clearly understand what I'm talking about. My next guest, uh, excited about it. I, I read, I read an article about my next guest in the AAA magazine of Texas. AAA stands for the American Automobile Association and their magazine features stories about local businesses in Texas. The business that AAA Magazine featured was Jarvis Boards, a surfboard company based in Austin, Texas, and its owner is an African American. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations the owner of Jarvis Boards, Tony Smith.
5: Thank you for having me.
0: Tony, how are you doing, my friend?
5: I'm doing great. Thank you for having me on.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, I've been a member of AAA for about, well, it's about 85, because be, I used to be a road comic. And so I, I was always on the road, so I knew I needed to AAA just in case my car broke down. So I've been an avid reader and uh, receiving the AAA magazine on a monthly basis. And so I came across your article, and I felt your story is compelling because of the fact that you're venturing as an entrepreneur in a, an environment that one would consider that shouldn't be an environment that you should venture into. But I wanted to tell your story because, yeah. one, you are Houstonian. Let's get that out, because I'm a Houstonian, by the way.
5: <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Um, you know, I grew up in Houston, and uh, everybody at, at my parents' church and neighborhood back in Acres Homes in Houston uh, came over and, and saw us in AAA Magazine, and uh, they were all excited to, to show my parents and talk to my parents about it. Um, so that, that, uh, that piece of press has been, been great for us and uh, was a conduit to connect you and I, which is exciting.
0: Absolutely. Uh, Acres Home was on the north side of Houston. As uh, The mayor of Houston is from Acres Home. Just to let you know, it's a pretty th- thriving uh, community. I'm from Fifth Ward, Texas, in Houston. And uh, two communities, like kind of like in the heart of Houston. And now, what school did you go to? College. Uh,
5: uh, so I went to Trinity University uh, in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, would, would come up to, to Austin, Texas to go Rock climbing all the time and just kind of fell in love with the, the outdoor lifestyle in Austin and uh, moved to Austin and began my career in finance in, in 2005.
0: Okay, now, let's just talk about rock climbing. Okay, now, you know, we've got to be honest. This uh, I'm African-American, African-American. Okay, rock climbing, board surfing out there in the water. That's not what we would typically assume an African-American do, correct?
5: that that's correct and that's uh that's one of the driving forces for me personally for the company vision company brand and why i'm so avid about you know pushing the sport and and pushing jarvis boards is you know this, this african-american experience doesn't have to be a narrow path of of, of activities um with, with a lot more people adventuring outdoors and rock climbing surfing paddle boarding, all of those are just fun great athletic activities that, that are enjoyable, um, that I enjoy personally. And I, I want, you know, when when my kid's 20, 30 years old, for people to not be having a conversation saying, oh, that's not a, not an African-American thing, right. or, you know, black people don't, don't do X, Y, Y Z. Um, you know, I, I want to be on sort of that leading edge, if you will.
0: Well, you're on the leading edge. I'm going to let you know that. <laughs> <laughs> Stop acting like you're not on the leading edge. You're on the <laughs> edge, my friend. And, uh,
5: it, it's funny when I when I told my mom that I wanted to start a company building paddle boards. She's like, "What's a paddle board?" <laughs> <You know? laughs>
0: <laughs> well, but tell, tell, talk talk to my listeners and educate them on exactly what your company does.
5: Yeah, so Jarvis Boards. What we do is we build stand up paddle boards, um, but specifically our stand up paddle boards are made out of wood, so they have a really high end. Unique look with a lot of them being customizable with different graphics, logos. You know, we've built uh, boards for a, a number of celebrities and um, athletes uh, and, and CEOs of companies. And so they'll customize them with, with whatever detail or logo they like. Um, and that's what really makes us unique. One, you know, our boards are made in the States here in Austin, Texas. Two, they're customizable. And three, um, they're made out of wood, so they have this really premium, high-end look. Um, as far as paddleboarding as a sport, you know, it's the fastest-growing water sport in the country. That's um, just exploded in popularity in the last nine, ten years. It can be enjoyed, you know, at the ocean, surfing, right. inland lakes and rivers for fishing. Um, you can do yoga, just hang out and relax. A lot of our paddle boards that we sell, we we put in cup holders so you can just hang out on the water and, and have a nice cold one for yourself if you like. <laughs>
0: Jarvis, you're going too far, my friend. Little cup holders out there. <laughs> now let's let's educate people a little bit more on paddle board. Paddle boarding, you're standing up, correct? And then you got that's this, correct. You got this long paddle, and you going left, right, and moving yourself. So people need to know you kind of need to
5: be in
0: prepared to stand a lot. You know when you paddle board. All right.
5: Yeah, yeah, that, that's right. Um, you, you know, think of it as like a giant surfboard, uh, mm-hmm. and a lot of people see it and they're intimidated. Uh, on my Instagram, mm-hmm. I have a a story that I did uh, when Bruce Bowen came up. He's a NBA uh, spur retired now. Uh, he came up and, and a joke, wanted to joke, try joke, 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 and so I was, joke, joke. you know, fortunate three times, take him out and go paddleboarding for the first
0: Jarvis. time. Job, I mean, a yeah, I mean, job boy. i Tony.
5: Um, yeah, can you hear me?
0: All right, Tony, I want to let you know. Let's let's back up a little bit on this Jarvis Board and Bruce Bourne. Okay, let's let's really okay. promote the fact Jarvis Boards. Okay, Bruce Bourne, he kind of likes to say he was this guy with San Antonio. Three times NBA Defensive Player of the Year for the San Antonio Sport. Let's give you some hype now, Tony. Okay, you know, Jarvis <laughs> yeah, Board, yeah. you know, I read about Bruce your article. A big deal. <laughs> he's a big deal now because he kind of threw him out there. He's, he's bilingual. You know, it's, Bruce Bourne's a bad boy. Okay. Came up to your shop. Now I'm just saying this, came up to Jarvis Boards. So let's set the tone that three time NBA defensive player of the year came to your location.
5: Yep, yep, that's right. And and I'll add he was absolutely the coolest, most laid back, down the earth guy that you can you can imagine. Um, you know, you just talking to him, you would never think he's three time, you know, NBA defensive player like, he, he was just so down to earth and cool and laid back and funny, uh, that it was just, you know, like taking out anybody else to go paddle boarding for the first time. Right. But, but, but we, uh, you know, go out and he's, he's a, he's a big dude. He's tall. He's a little bit nervous, but you know, he's athletic <laughs> and, uh, you know, he's tense and he gets on the board and I give him a, a few five, 10 minute tutorial. We hop on, he starts paddling, and then, you know, by the by the, the first hour, he's cracking jokes and, and we're having a good time. So, one of the cool things about the sport is how accessible it is for a wide range of people and athletic types, right? right? So, I've sold boards to, you know, one of my favorite customers here in, in Austin, Texas. Uh, this was in my early, early days when I was just getting started, uh, still working my day job in finance, but... She bought one of my boards, or actually her husband bought it for her as a retirement gift. guest. Right. Um, she's a grandmother of six. I think she was like 67 years old uh, at the time and just a sweet older lady. And uh, we still send each other Christmas cards. You know, that's, that's one of the, the cool things about the sport is making those personal connections and, and, and engaging with people and learning their stories and, and being able to build a physical, tangible product. Uh, that they can love, use,
0: and enjoy. Absolutely, absolutely. The, th- the thing that uh, that really excited me about getting you on the show, and thank you for taking the time to come on the show. I'm speaking to Tony Smith. Uh, he's based in Austin, Texas. He's the owner of, of Jarvis Boards, it's a, a paddle boards, is, which is a growing sport and and um, outdoor adventure entertainment. And so the thing that yep. you you made a decision to go into this. Tell everybody how you got started because you started out building the canoe, correct? And then then this evolved into this. So you just had that that the natural instinct to work with your hands, and it started with a canoe.
5: Yeah, so it, it even really starts, um, you know, before then. Uh, and, you know, I did a little bit of homework about you and your sort of in, unconventional story of, of, you know, IBM to, to leaving that day job to focus on your passion of, you know, stand-up comedian. And um, m- my road is a little bit similar. You know, growing up in Houston, my dad uh, had a construction company, and so we – grew up in the family business doing stuff with our hands all the time you know uh restoring cars and building model rockets and just all sorts of hands-on just building stuff you know absolutely loved it went away got a degree in finance um not really sure why i did that but uh, <laughs> did that and um you know i was working in finance for about 10 years or so and worked for a number of, of big asset managers and, and had great stable careers there but there was just that piece missing, right, of, of, of building things and that entrepreneurial bug and entrepreneurial spirit just kind of wasn't there.
0: Okay, when is it, when are you going to have the first Jarvis Boards paddleboard race in Austin, Texas?
5: You know, I don't know if we will do a race. That's something that we've thought about. What we have done a good bit of that's been a win-win um, that I appreciate personally is uh, tying ourselves to charitable events Mm -hmm. and causes, Mm -hmm. um, either loaning boards out for, you know, we've done some river, uh, cleanup things here or donating a customized board. Um, like I said, we were with the the Maui gym invitation, excuse me, basketball tournament in uh, Hawaii. Um, and you know, we donated some boards to that cause and got a little bit of ESPN coverage and, um, you know, was able to meet Jay Billis and hang out with Bill Walton and that sort of stuff, which is, is great because we raised, you know, $30,000 from the Maui Food Bank. But it's also great for Jarvis Boards because that
4: Again, elevates
5: our level of exposure. Being
0: Tony to meet, Smith you know, just throws out names. He just throws out names, not eliciting the power of the relationship. Jay Billis <laughs> is the college basketball voice for ESPN. Bill Walton, in 1977, led Portland Trailblazers to the NBA championship and also led the Boston Celtics to an NBA championship (laughs) and is an NBA Hall of Famer.
5: He is, yeah. (laughs) And, again, he was just so down to earth and so cool. You know, I met with him at ESPN, came and filmed and all that stuff, and I probably spent a good 10, 15 minutes just, chatting with him like, you know, anybody else. Um, And, uh, yeah, just a a, a cool guy.
0: (laughs) You're a cool guy, Tony. I'm going to tell you, you're a cool guy. You're down to earth. And I I love being able to promote you. I love to be able to let you know how big you are and how brand-friendly you are because of the fact that... I appreciate it. (laughs) Coming on my show, Money Making Conversation, that's what it's all about, giving the opportunity for uh, young entrepreneurs or established entrepreneurs. And you're an established entrepreneur uh, uh, brand that is now trying to grow outside of your circle and also trying to break that that wall of minorities can only do this and breaking stereotypes. I really respect you for that. I really respect the fact and I'm proud of the fact you're from Houston, Texas, acres homes. Hey man, keep winning. Okay.
2: I appreciate it, man. I was looking for a better way to check in on our house while I was at work and a friend recommended blink. I was skeptical, but decided to give it a shot, and I bought a Blink camera system. With our last security system...
3: False alarms, wires everywhere, and monthly fees we couldn't get out of.
2: My bad, but our Blink system is different. They're motion-activated cameras that work inside and outside. They're wire-free, easy to set up, and they run on two lithium batteries that last up to two years. Total peace
3: of mind. And Blink camera system started under 80 bucks, with no subscriptions.
2: We were on vacation, and I got an alert on my smartphone that motion was detected at our front door. I checked my Blink app and I saw it was just my cool new device being delivered.
3: Hey, we agreed no new devices except Blink.
2: Just kidding. Not kidding. With Blink camera system starting under 80 bucks,
4: home security just got easier. Go to blinkprotect.com slash secure. Blinkprotect.com slash secure. Blinkprotect.com slash secure. Blink is an Amazon company and it works with Alexa.
6: Hey, this is Tasha Evans, and I love to eat at great restaurants. And more than that, I love great desserts. So does Rashawn McDonald. Check out his new website. That's www.rashawnmcdonald.com. Let me tell you about the host of Money-Making Conversations, Rashawn McDonald. He's a social media influencer. 80% of his 700,000-plus social media followers are female. He's a two-time Emmy Award winner, three-time NAACP Image Award winner, sitcom writer, stand-up comic, former IBM executive, and has a degree in mathematics. More importantly, Rashawn McDonald will use his business and celebrity relationships to empower small businesses with information to succeed.
0: My next guest, she's on the phone. Wow. Long time friend. Um, You know, just 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 really an amazing person. Uh, She's an actress, philanthropist, co-founder. And artistic direct, director of Amazing Grace Conservatory. She's well known for her role as the feisty sports manager Tasha Mack on the CW and BET's The Game for nine seasons, winning an NWC Image Award for Best Actress in a Comedy Series, and as the no nonsense Principal Regina Greer on the famous Steve Harvey show. She's now on the show to talk about her new ABC series, ABC Now, Grand Hotel. And she's hosting the African Pride Gospel Superfast TV. The it's the upcoming it's the an 19th annual show. She's a multi-hosting person, means that she's been doing this before because she understand understands the value of multiple streams of income. Please welcome to my show, Wendy Raquel Robinson on fire You gotta put that (laughs) on fire. You are on fire. fire. How's my my best friend doing? How's my best friend doing?
7: Uh, Oh, buddy. Mm -hmm. I am great. Mm -hmm. I am great. I'm blessed. I am blessed. I'm I'm excited for you. I was just listening to your podcast and everything, and I'm about to enable it because we all need those conversations. No, I'm
0: so good. Well, you know, the thing about it is that the only, only bad part about our relationship is that I cannot get down to L.A. or get over to L.A. to see one of your shows. That you put on exactly. with the kids. Exactly. And she and and you, she, she sent me videos of them going, Please come, Mr McDonald <laughs> <laughs> But you
7: you have been so supportive and you have poured into so many dreams of the young people at Amazing Grace Conservatory. And I just want you to be there just to see See the harvest season, you know, and that's mm-hmm. what I call it. Right. I feel like it's a harvest season right now because mm-hmm. it's been 22 years. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the kids are doing phenomenal things. Right. I'm like, are you right. freaking kidding me? Right. Mm-hmm. Really? Right. Yeah. And I have been there. I, I me.
0: have been there, and, I, and you know how I feel about what you do for those young people, how I, what I feel about Thank you. But yeah. uh, well, my wife always has been a, uh, a firm believer in me writing those checks. There's never any hesitation, yes. and uh, because we just believe, and uh, it's it's an amazing. Wow. Just tell little people, tell everybody about the Amazing Grace Conservatory. Wow! Well, 22 years ago,
7: my best friend and I, Tracy Coley, he's an Atlanta mm-hmm. <laughs> native, mm-hmm. but uh, we co-founded a performing arts that has now evolved into digital and media arts conservatory for youth and young adults, ages five to 18, to come in and express themselves through music, dance. Uh, Acting. We're doing our podcast now. We're starting podcasts and video blogs, Mm -hmm. and um, we're doing short films. And we are just giving youth a platform to have a voice, Mm -hmm. to express themselves in a non judgmental environment. And we use the arts as a life changing platform, because it's saving lives. You know, we're in South Central, and there's Mm -hmm. so much that's going on, but Mm -hmm. we have so much talent that's out there. And we're giving them the visibility and the, you know, a way where they could just be themselves. So many of them are getting bullied and ostracized, and you know we got gang clashes or they're going crazy, losing their minds. So it's just a, it's a safe space mm-hmm. where artists that are at risk or emerging artists that have a platform. You know we do independent nights where you know they come and jam together with their music. So it's like the Black Mickey Mouse Club.
4: <laughs> it really right, is. right 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 really, mm-hmm.
7: really is mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's not just limited to black, you know we're um, we're expanding that as well. so um it's it's so much to define amazing grace conservatory, but I'll just start there well,
0: and the, thing is, I, I, the, the thing about it is that um, just just me champion just me talk about just the, the changing lives part the part about and she knows uh, it's all love. She knows that uh, for 22 years, I've yet to be to an event, but it, is yet, yet it has not made me hesitate on writing a check. So that means wow. that I believe in what she does. And she knows, you know, you. you know, it's Rashawn McDonald. Nah, Rashawn back then really wasn't able to write a check, but I wrote him, okay? <laughs> That's why she knows okay. my wife My has got to love her some, Virginia, some Wendy here, you know, because of the fact that you know, we we know we we go through life, and you know we still trying to figure. I was just a writer, but I met her on Steve Harvey's first sitcom, which is me and the boys on ABC. That's how we met, and and so and so that was a long long time ago. Jesus, it was almost 30, 20, It's That was a long time ago. That's
7: a long time ago.
0: ago. That's a long time ago. And so, with that being said, that that means that the passion of what we have in changing people's lives, you know, resonates in her personally. Now, let's talk about because you said it's kind of like the Disney, you know, the Mouse Mickey Mouse Club. Tell us about some of that yeah. talent that it walked through them doors at, uh, at wow. Grace. Wow,
7: you know, we've, we've been fortunate to have poured into the lives of, um, well, Issa Ray is the big one right mm. now, you know, and Everything. she's doing all kind of things in developing and producing and mm-hmm. acting and, mm-hmm. and all of that, but but what was interesting when Issa was there, Joisa's walk, she, um, she was one of the quiet ones you know that was in the background (laughs) you know and i guess was just taking it all in and you know wow to see what she is doing now and to have been a part of that we can't Mm -hmm. take all the credit but mm -hmm. she graced our doors you know ashton sanders he was in moonlight and equalizer Two, and now he's in the Tang clan series and shooting in new york and he's poured
0: back into agc
7: and he's Giving us the first scholarship fund that's gonna be in his name. You talking about that young, man,
0: that young man, that young man that uh played the uh the young teenager in Equalizer yes. 2 that's always pulling up his pants yes. in every show. Yes. <laughs> the artist. That's, the a, artist. that's, that's my man. Harris.
7: And he was also his uh, native son. He played Bigger
0: Absolutely. Thomas in HBO's Absolutely. native son. He is yes. so hot. He's on fire.
7: He's on fire. He is on fire. <laughs> Ashton Sanders are on fire. Yes. he was
0: at the Met Gala this year. Yes, i on yes. fire at the Met Gala. I'm just telling you, every every, exactly. every every show he does, he's pulling up his pants because you know his skin is a, a, a toothpick. You know, so if you put pants on him right, they're gonna fall. He gonna he got a naturally sagging booty. You know what I'm
8: saying? He ain't got. No, he ain't but got but no. you but you
7: you know what I will give to him? Uh-huh. Why is he the Louis Vuitton Stella McCartney? He is the yeah yes. he is the model for all of those lines see, yes see, he is I'm the saying. headline so yeah, yeah. go and pull up your pants and, honey that's <laughs> to all the multiple multiple I love him I
0: love him yeah I love him you know you yes. know he's again again you mentioned two names that are just natural naturally talented people that uh that that I think that is popular because you know when you start trying to get an authentic look they have it you know because I'm saying is that Hollywood has always been like you got to look a certain way you know want... Overly handsome people, overly well-built people, or, or people right. who I feel should be on calendars and stuff, and now they're going to people who are just regular everyday people that we work with, that we go to, right. that we go into a, a fast food restaurants, and these are the people who, guess what, are resonating with the viewers. Right, exactly, because they can see themselves. Mm-hmm.
7: You know what I mean. So there's something that I guess it's not only relatable, but it's like, wow, okay, it's three dimensionality.
0: Now, but there still is a, an acting style, correct, mm. or, uh, that they want from you, know, you right? Or, or because you know, you 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 have you have a versatile platform of different roles you play. So you come Thank in, you. and uh, and that's that, that's an incredible testament to why you keep working. You keep working for a reason. Wow. And so, wow. so now you have this role, and and you know it's kind of like a soap opera, not not the dated format, but it's still a style. Because I've seen her work, and I love the way she, way, she sells a lot of her projects on this this type of style, or you just was just you, and you just built your character based on, uh, being a seasoned actress.
7: Wow! Thank you. You know, I don't wanna say it's it's not a soap opera or soap opera style. Mm-hmm. What it is, it goes back to that three dimensionality mm-hmm. that I was talking about <laughs> and these characters being so <laughs> crafted. No, for real. They're really crafted. Like, we would get a script Mm -hmm. because we wouldn't know. And then you show up at table reading, it's like, oh my God, Mm -hmm. okay, this Mm -hmm. is where I got to go. So it really made us call on every single emotion into the core of who we are. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And to represent these people because we all have a past. And the show was shot in a lot of flashbacks. Mm -hmm. You know, Eva comes, her character. is a recurring character, so it's kind of told through her eyes okay. and flashbacks, but mm-hmm. how it brings us all together mm-hmm. or how it brings us all apart. Mm-hmm. So it's an evolving, it's an unraveling, it's an unlayering, but it's also holding it together, putting on that face, because guess what, we're the, you know, we're the bomb hotel. You know, right. we got guests, we're doing this, that, and the other, but, you know, internally we're kind of falling apart in a lot of ways, but keeping it together. So it's that inner struggle, it's that outer struggle to hold it together and keep up that facade. So it's a lot of moving pieces that, I mean, it really pulls at the heartstrings, but at the same time it's kind of, you know, it's funny, it's sexy, it's it's a little, you know, all over the place. I really haven't seen anything like that uh, on TV uh, cool. in a minute. Cool. So cool. uh, well, I'm d- excited no to you. see, it's, you know, how it is going to be received. Is it you know, in that hotel it looks, setting? It's shot. Is it, shot. In, a, is it oh in that hotel God, setting? It's beautiful. It's beautiful. You know, just how it's shot. Now, and it's in that hotel the,
0: setting, and so with that being, it's in that hotel setting. Will we get any celebrity you know, kind of like checking into the hotel, being themselves, or it's just keeping it real and um, keeping it really scripted?
1: Uh, it, it's pretty scripted. They didn't do the
7: stunt casting, which mm. I'm really excited about, which makes it even more believable right, because right. it doesn't take you out of that realm. Right. So this is in Miami now. Everybody um, go to Miami. We do have
0: – no, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Everybody come to Miami, so it's, it's believable that your hotel can have a D. Wade show up, can have a – you know, any, anybody of credibility show up down there shooting a movie or television show or, or down there on right. vacation or getting away. So it's interesting. I, I just think that long-term, uh, first of all, it's a great concept. Congratulations on being a part of this series. I, it's called The Grand Thank Hotel. It uh, premieres January 7, I mean, June 17th on a Monday, mm-hmm. June 17th. Now, five days on later, Monday. on June 22nd, you're going to be hosting the African Pride Sponsored by African Pride Gospel, <laughs> Superfest yeah, TV. Superfest. You, Amen.
7: And Jake knows Now, they got you back. Yes, yes, they got yes. you
0: coming back now. Come on now. Praise the Lord. Praise the <laughs> Lord. You're coming back. Come on now.
7: We praise them through song, music, and dance. We we'll blow the trumpet and the horn. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. But I, I'm really excited. This has been like my seventh year. Um, wow. Not consistently, but throughout the time. And I've just really, really, really... Develops a connection not only with um, this particular audience, but this particular genre music has always been, you know, an affinity for me. And gospel music has really always fed my soul completely. Mm -hmm. So we have a good time and we turn up. And when I say some of the best and the hottest gospel artists um, around the nation and the world uh, take the stage. And this year it is sponsored by African pride and, um, It was formerly the All-State Gospel Fest. So we've been in Chicago, we've been in Atlanta, but Dayton, Ohio, is the home of Dr. Cartwright, who has been the executive producer.
0: June 17th, you're going to be on national TV, ABC, the premiere of Grand Hotel. June 22nd, you're going to be hosting another television show that's going to be throughout syndication, African Pride sponsored. My dear, you're on a ride. You're on a ride. You're on fire. Please understand that get in front of all that, let everybody know that it doesn't matter. This journey that you own, the success story that you're telling, these changing lives, that that happens for people who work hard for it, who deserve it, and should be blessed to tell the world about it. Don't forget, June seventeenth, you see on ABC, and then she'll be in Dayton, Ohio, sponsored by African Pride, the Gospel Superfest TV, hosted by Multiple returnee, that's the word I'm making up, returnee, Wendy Carol Robinson. Wendy, I love you.
2: I was looking for a better way to check in on our house while I was at work, and a friend recommended Blink. I was skeptical, but decided to give it a shot, and I bought a Blink camera system with our last security system.
3: False alarms, wires everywhere, and monthly fees we couldn't get out of.
2: My bad, but our Blink system is different. They're motion-activated cameras that work inside and outside. They're wire-free, easy to set up, and they run on two lithium batteries that last up to two years.
3: Total peace of mind. And Blink camera systems started under 80 bucks, with no subscriptions.
2: We were on vacation, and I got an alert on my smartphone that motion was detected at our front door. I checked my Blink app, and I saw it was just my cool new device being delivered.
3: Hey, we agreed no new devices except Blink.
2: Just kidding. Not
4: kidding. With Blink camera systems starting under 80 bucks, home security just got easier. Go to BlinkProtect.com slash secure. BlinkProtect.com slash secure. BlinkProtect.com slash secure. Blink is an Amazon company, and it works with Alexa.
0: Hi, this is Rashad McDonald. You're listening to Money Making Conversation. As you know, I always try to promote uh, uplift. Um, uh, my show is heard on Sirius XM channel 141 and 142. That's uh, Howard University campus and all HBCU campuses. And I would like to er- tell everybody if you got Alexa at the house, just enable money making conversation. I'll start talking at your house, your, your, in your bedroom, in your kitchen, in your backyard party. I will start talking. Of course, iHeart Podcast, I am also live in Atlanta, Georgia on biz 1190 but more importantly the guests that i bring on the show uh i attempt to get the information they give me give it back to you in a um reasonable uh, recognizable or relatable manner and that way you can uh change your life because it's about changing your life by providing you information that will give you steps to achieve success my next guest is a successful person big fan of his of him and um you know you you watch people on tv you 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 kind of Run into in different events, and now this show allows me to actually understand more about them. You know, all I know is that that side of them, and they may know a little bit about, about me. And then they, I follow him on LinkedIn; he follows me on LinkedIn, so I get to see different uh, images of him that he posts because he's a big family man. So I get to see a lot of different little, little, different family shots of him. My next guest is a Boston native and son of a licensed financial consultant mother. And the, and the son of the legendary Boston Celtics player, Joe Joe White. He was instilled with the importance of both sports and education throughout his childhood. He studied political science, psychology, and theater at Dartmouth College. He is currently starring in Ambitions, a new nighttime drama from producer My Man, Will Packard, did two movies with him, and Oprah Winfrey on their own networks. It's premiering this June. He's surrounded by an all-star cast that includes my girl Robin Gibbons. did a couple of sitcoms with her on ABC, Essen Atkins, that's my girl from WB and UPN. The series tells the, tells the tale of two high-powered African-American families that clash and connect professionally and romantically in the hot Atlanta. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, my man, Brian White.
5: <laughs> hey, brother, how are
8: you? Thank you for having me on.
0: Well first of all thank you man. Let's 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 talk about uh, where you at right now. You you are uh, you're you sitting at the house. You, you you're acting on some set. Yeah. What, what's going on man? What's where, where you
8: at? Yeah, right now I'm at the house. We we getting some work done, um getting ready to uh head out on the road and promote ambitions. We're getting ready to go to Miami I'm bring my family with me. My wife's family. She's from Argentina. Some of her family lives in Miami, so we're bringing my daughter so they can meet them. Mm-hmm. And uh you know, just celebrate uh Life being good. Well, you know, Argentina, uh, man. That's
0: that's, out. that's 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 the, that's a lot of good eating. Meat, 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 meat. Yeah, man.
8: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of seafood. A lot of seafood down there. <laughs> yeah,
0: absolutely. So when you when you start looking at your career, I well go through your resume and I, I put your father's name, Jojo White, and uh, being a sports fan, being a person of African American uh, descent, Rashawn McDonald, that's me, uh, Jojo White. Watching him succeed in the climate of Boston, watching him succeed on a, a basketball uh, team like the Boston Celtics, what was that like? Because for me, it was important because he was a, a successful African-American succeeding against the odds and the succeeding in an environment that, that, I, that, that made me feel that I could make it too.
8: Yeah, it, uh, I mean, it was uh, very educational. Uh, it, it was also very challenging because my parents were divorced uh, when I was four. Mm-hmm. Um, I was close with my dad, but I lived in, and was raised by my mom. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, I, I, when I wasn't with my father, I was a, a, a witness, you mm-hmm. know, like mm-hmm. a, a fan watching on TV, the mm-hmm. life that was happening. But I, I was very aware of it because he was not living in Boston uh, in my in my like teen years, but he was always in the Boston Papers. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in my, you know, when I was 8, 9, 10, still, he's still playing, and, and uh, you know, I'm aware of everything he's doing, but I just can't see him as much. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we didn't have, uh, we weren't texting all day the way we are now. There weren't right. there wasn't video. So, <laughs> right. you know, if there was a window, you know, half hour a day when Dad was free on the phone, when I was free on a hard-line phone, then we mm-hmm. could talk, but that wasn't, often so um, I learned how this kind of lifestyle that I'm in now works and and how it can work better uh, when uh, with the knowledge that I have of what you know can potentially be done using technology to make sure that my daughter uh, has a, an even better experience than maybe my siblings and I did with the with the challenges of, of distance and um, by the same token I learned uh, all the great ways my dad uh, maneuvered through space I learned through his his he uh, was in the 68 Pan Am Games and in the 69 Olympics, mm-hmm. and, and in that, that's the Black Gov Olympics. Mm-hmm. The movie Glory Road is about that. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, one of the things I learned from my godfather, Red Arbach, um, you know telling my dad to not get on that podium. Don't uh, let your fans know about your politics and your opinions before you've won them some trophies. Uh, they don't care. <laughs> he right. made that very clear to his number one draft pick in, mm-hmm. in uh, 1969 that, that that's something that he should not do. So you'll notice my father is absent from the the, the glove being raised celebration and instead is celebrating with his teammates the moment and, and not making it more than that. Um, and And you know recognizing his place and his position and and always being a, happy to be a part of something positive is is a, a an asset that my father definitely demonstrated and passed on to me is as something that 's very valuable
0: congratulations because I guess what uh what i thank you the, you know because I guess what uh, what individuals do when you have so few role models and you know back then you know you have a lot of role models because of social media because uh, of media because of the way the system works nowadays that relationships can be expanded on. And back then, you were limited on who you can talk to, limited on how you can talk to them and where you can go. And because of the fact that he was featured in a market, and Boston had a lot of success with a lot of African-American talent. But he was definitely in a market that was uh, perceived to be not favorable to African-Americans. And uh, he exceeded
8: himself. Is, yeah, very much so. And what he, what I think of the lesson at the, you know, when I look at the, when I reflect from now in hindsight, what Dad didn't do is he, he didn't talk a lot. He walks off and carried a big stick. Right. Mm-hmm. And so in the beginning of his career, he came in hungry to prove himself as worthy of the number right. one draft pick. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you know, they got a ring. Um, he started the JoJo White Growth League and his foundations, and mm-hmm. started speaking tours, yes, and indeed. started doing the things with red support at that point that were quote unquote appropriate. And just what it taught me was a lot with the social media era, where everybody leads with how great they are when. You know, they, they haven't really accomplished anything, and instead instead of being great, they're worried about being famous or be, being recognized for that greatness. And and that's the opposite of the approach that I was shown and demonstrated uh, by my father, and, and the, the the approach that I try to apply to my craft currently, which seems to be the opposite of. <laughs> You know the the motto or the credo. But, but or not the really, not really, because
0: era. every role you play, I watch your your career. Your 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 is dignity, is strength. Uh, you're articulate. You're a good-looking guy, uh, and you always come across as a strong, a, a strong, independent person. And no matter how extreme your characters are, and uh, I just mm-hmm. wanted, I just wanted to talk about your father. And we're going to move on, but I want to just bring up the fact that we was referencing his dad. The legendary Boston Celtics star, uh, Jojo White, and how the impact he played on the community as a player, and also on his, in his personal life. But more importantly, when I look at your yeah. characters that you play now, it explains a little bit about you know your your physicality. It also explains your daringness, you know, because one of the favorite characters that you that I recently saw you play was uh, on Ray Donovan. And uh, and uh, <laughs> and how do you prepare for a crazy character like that?
8: I, well, I'll let you in on a couple of secrets. David Hollander, uh, the creator of Ray Donovan, uh, gave me the opportunity in season one to to join the show. Uh-huh. And uh, as season one went on, we had a lot of fun. And he, he came to me and he said, "Hey, you really seem to get the black comedy that is Ray Donovan." And I said, "That's how I saw it. You know, when I made my audition tape, you know, it's it's uh, it's very dark, but there's an a, a underbelly of humor." In a lot that they do, as dark as it gets, you have to laugh at it. Mm -hmm. And uh, he goes, All right, exactly. So I have some things in mind for season two. And, uh, you know, just so are you open to play and to go with me if I get pretty crazy? And I said, Absolutely, (laughs) man. I'll be a (laughs) Huckleberry. And, uh, you know, he came back to me over the summer and said uh, we don't have a lot of he actually said this he said we don't have a lot of writers of color on the staff and mm-hmm. and they don 't have any and he said we'd like to you know I would never uh, uh, be so outlandish as to try to create the dialogue for you in this type of uh, arc and i 'd like your input i'd like you to help us and uh, so we did a table read with all six with six scripts at a time. You usually do one, and I got a chance to read them and submit some." some feedback, some basic feedback, some thoughts uh, to them that they then incorporated uh, to help shape some of my dialogue. And it was uh, really uh, an honor and a privilege that's, you know, uncommon to be involved at all. And it helped me prepare for and be aware of what was to come uh, and try to help ground it uh, a little bit more because it was outlandish, but, you know, Pooch and I and Donald Faison, Coming out of season one, wanted to try to take this and, and run with it, and make it as entertaining and as thought-provoking and as conversational, like uh, conversation-inspiring as possible. So hopefully, you know, it was it was taken with with all that, laughed with, and and thought about, and uh, you know, fueled a lot of conversations about. A lot of what John White was saying, why, uh, how life is for people of color like Pooch in not only a black world, but the black man inside that family. It's a microcosm of the world. How Absolutely. can he be Absolutely. on equal footing when his father feels like that?
0: Well, you, you got to come back, Brian. You got to come back. Again, talking to Brian White. Great series. Good friends. Sheila Duckworth. That's my girl, Brian uh, Brian Willpacker, You know that's my boy. Please check out the new series called Ambitions. On The Own Network premieres this month, the month of June, particularly on the date of June 18th. My man, thank you.
8: Appreciate Today, you. 10, 9 central. There you go. I love it.
0: Appreciate it. He knows how to sell.
6: Hey, this is Tasha Evans, and I love to eat at great restaurants. And more than that, I love great desserts. So does Rashawn McDonald. Check out his new website. That's www.rashaunmcdonald.com. That's R-U-S-H-I-O-N, and McDonald is spelled just like the famous restaurant chain. Guys, Rashawn is looking for great bakers for his baker spotlight. He wants to brag on his fans for their incredible baking skills on his social media and website. That can be your mom, friend, co-worker, or relative. Spread the word today. Visit McDonald.com.
2: I was looking for a better way to check in on our house while I was at work, and a friend recommended Blink. I was skeptical, but decided to give it a shot, and I bought a Blink camera system. With our last security system...
3: False alarms, wires everywhere, and monthly fees we couldn't get out of.
2: My bad, but our Blink system is different. They're motion-activated cameras that work inside and outside. They're wire-free, easy to set up, and they run on two lithium batteries that last up to two years.
3: Total peace of mind. And Blink camera systems started under 80 bucks, with no subscriptions.
2: We were on vacation, and I got an alert on my smartphone that motion was detected at our front door. I checked my Blink app, and I saw it was just my cool new device being delivered.
3: Hey, we agreed no new devices except Blink.
2: Just kidding. Not kidding. With Blink camera systems starting under
4: 80 bucks, home security just got easier. Go to BlinkProtect.com slash secure. BlinkProtect.com slash secure. BlinkProtect.com slash secure. Blink is an Amazon company, and it works with Alexa.